Hello everyone, and welcome to The Tribe Has Broken. What we're planning to do with this podcast is watch every season of Survivor, from Season 1, Episode 1, until we catch up to the current season. And who knows if that will ever happen. What we want to do with this podcast is let you, the listener, in on our fun watching the show. We want you to feel like you're sitting on the couch next to us watching each episode. We will describe each scene and some commentary about it. Then you'll hear our actual conversation and initial reactions to what was happening on screen. The show isn't really designed as a watch-along, as it probably won't line up with the actual episode. We recommend either treating it like a book club, where you watch the episode and then listen to our episode, or listen to the episode on its own. Hopefully we'll do a reasonable job of describing the scenes so you'll be able to follow along with us without having just watched the show. But no promises. Since we want you to feel like you're part of our tribe, watching along with us through our outrageous journey of survival, we want to introduce ourselves and give you a sample of our personalities as well as our background with the show. If you're not interested in getting to know us and would rather get right into the meat of the podcast, then feel free to skip the rest of this episode and continue listening to Season 1, Episode 1. We'll start with me. My name is Ben Kaplan, and... Uh, I am 35 years old. I live in Iowa City, Iowa, and I'm a big fan of gaming, sci-fi, fantasy. Uh, not someone you normally would think of as someone who's a huge reality fan, but like everyone else, I get hooked to stuff. I like the stories. I like the drama. I like, you know, the schadenfreude of watching people suffer and uh, watching people's plans blow up in their face. And there's something really dynamic and interesting and compelling about specifically the reality or the survivor style reality TV shows where people are literally striving and trying to make something happen. And uh, if you have any other questions, feel free to write into the show. We'll give you that information later. But uh, I'm hoping that you really treat this as an opportunity to sit back with some new friends who you don't know yet, but you will get to know us pretty well over the course of the show, I think. And uh, with me is uh, my co-host, Kevin Doherty, and I will pass it over to him. Hi, this is this is Kevin Doherty. I'm, I'm 40 years old. I'm the father of one very rambunctious child. I, I, I live out in the countryside, so I'm, I'm kind of a country boy. I've always been, Ben brought me into this project because I've always been fascinated by sort of like the bigger picture, sort of the social, cultural sort of themes that happen. I like media. I like movies. I like books. I like I like shows, but I also like kind of the, the bigger stuff around them. Um, why is reality TV, why did it become very popular, especially this first season of Survivor? You know, what? how does it, how does it signal changes in our society. I mean, everything from, you know, the first interracial kiss on Star Trek to uh, the prevalence nowadays of shows like Pose and Umbrella Academy is another one that has a, a very wide cast of people in it on Netflix. Also, and how streaming has changed, how we consume media. Uh, you couldn't sit down back in the 1950s and binge watch TV shows. You know, you, now you can. You can eat a whole weekend with that stuff. So I've always been fascinated by that sort of stuff. And I'm, I'm excited I'm excited by reality TV because although it was something, I tended more towards the scripted stuff. You know, like I, I, people that have sit down time and in creating something, 
Whereas a lot of times the reality shows are supposed to be spontaneous and they're supposed to be uh, kind of off the cuff and they're supposed to kind of draw you in with their, their reality, even though we know for a fact that there's a team of editors and producers that have taken multiple camera angles and they've, they've woven stuff together. So it's this really interesting juxtaposition of, of it's supposedly reality, but it's actually a created story. So that's definitely what's fascinating me about a lot of this stuff. Um, and plus, like I said, it's, it's not something I, I really watched before. And obviously it's been very popular. And so it's something that, that's drawn me in because of that. You know, what am I missing out on? What, what do people see in this? What do, why are people drawn to this sort of stuff? That's, um, that's where I come from. So. One thing I kind of forgot to mention about myself and something I think is kind of important to this group dynamic is we are all gamers in terms of we play board games, we do tabletop role-playing games like D&D for those people who know uh, or who might not know, you know, Dungeons and Dragons. Basically, we get together and collaboratively play a game or tell a story. And so there definitely is going to be some back and forth, um, some jabbing, uh, hopefully some jokes that aren't above everyone's head or below anyone's uh, aptitude. But uh, at some point, everyone in this room has game together. So we have a bit of a rapport and uh, we're hoping that you get in on that and that hopefully we can build rapport with you. And uh, so now I'm going to turn it over to my other co-host, Brady Hopkapoo. Brady. Yo, uh, I'm Brady. Uh, I'm here because uh, Ben uh, invited me and he's like, hey, man, I'm doing this cool thing. And as, as you mentioned, we, we know each other for quite a long time. So uh, normally if Ben's got a good idea, I'm gonna jump. I'm gonna jump on board with that. Don't keep it very often. I mean, in all fairness, you're the you're the out of out of the standard group. You're you're the you're the smartest one. So we uh, you know, ride those coattails to the end. Plus, you know, uh, he needs a, uh, as the French would say, my je ne sais quoi. You know, my 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 little ooh stuff. You know, I'm kind of a character. That's <laughs> that's what it's about. Anyway, um, you know, like uh, Kevin over here, I'm a dad, pretty good one too, I'd say. You know, husband, content creator, uh, mastermind, you know, whatever you want to call it. You know, I'm the character of the group, I'm, I'm here to entertain. You guys will either love me or hate me, quite frankly, I don't give a shit either way. Actually, probably it's going to be like, I hate this guy, first three, four episodes, and then you're going to be like, God damn, Brady's cool. You know, that's, that's kind of what happens with uh, my, my vibe, actually. So, but no, I mean, I'm just here to have a good time, watch them survive with the buddies, drink some coffee drinks, and uh, just throw my shenanigans at, you know, life the way I do. My job, my wife, I'm surprised my wife hasn't killed me yet, quite frankly, because of shenanigans. Uh, my job, luckily my boss is also on that shit, so he hasn't killed me either. I'm really, God, now I'm thinking, I'm really shocked I'm still alive. Someone should have shot me by now, because of my bullshit. Either way. Uh, welcome. I'm 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 going for tribal sh- chanting. I think that should be the name. Uh, but catching a little resistance, but I'm gonna wear them down. So, either way, yep, that's me, Brady. Here to have a good time, make you laugh, make you smile, make you hate me, make you love me. Whatever you want to do, it's gonna be a good time. All right. Uh, now that you've heard from everyone on the show, uh, who we are, we're gonna go through and give you a little backstory on what experience we have with the show Survivor as well as reality TV in general. So well, I'll start with me. This is Ben. And uh, my experience with uh, Survivor is that I saw the first episode of the... or the, I watched the first season when it came out. Don't remember anything about it at all, uh, other than 
It didn't make me want to watch more of it. But <laughs> I, uh, I liked it. phenomenon, man. I liked it, but I was not so into it that when it came out again, I wanted to, to watch it. I think at the time I was more into video games and all that. But recently, when the, uh, like just before the pandemic hit in 2020, started watching Netflix's The Circle. And that caught me hook, line, and sinker. And I went and I watched the first season that was out on Netflix. And then there were two seasons of the UK, which were like twice as long. And I watched all three of those seasons within like a couple weeks. It was pretty bananas. B-A-N-A-S. And it really got me uh, potentially back into that that, uh, reality TV space. And I watched uh like two hot to handle love is blind you know, basically all the netflix shows that they were making and i even went back watched some old ones like the mole with anderson cooper and uh well fucking the mole dude that was yes that was pretty great it's like that's right about that's old school fucking reality TV. and uh i was like you know what let's uh why don't we go back watch survivor it was inspired by another podcast that was uh doing something else entirely and i thought you know what we can make 41 potential seasons of Survivor podcast. Anyway, that's it. So, uh, with me, uh, Kevin. Uh, Kevin, what's your experience with uh, uh, Survivor and reality TV in general? So, so I'm a little bit older than Ben, and so my experience was like the granddaddy of a lot of like uh, reality TV. We're talking things like Road Rules and Real World, like on MTV and I'm things sure. like that. But I didn't like really that much because you know I, when I grew up, we didn't have cable. So I would occasionally see catch episodes here and there. It wasn't like, you know, I was invested in a character and followed the, followed the storyline or things like that. But I was aware of it as a phenomenon. Um, other than that, I mean, I've had friends that have been really big into reality TV. Uh, I, during my college years, some of my roommates fell down the survivor hole for a season and got really invested. It's survival hole. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, man. Oh, no, it's, it's perfect. Organic. <laughs> Um, but like what, what really got me interested about that was, is that there's a lot of like, you had a huge explosion during that time period. I mean, Survivor, we think of as being the big one, but there was a lot of other reality TV shows. And to this day, there's a lot more. Um, and so I, I paid attention enough to like the reality TV stuff to like watch some of the things that like kind of poke fun at it. Like there was, there was this great, um, uh, was it Ben Stiller, I want to say it was, that did Burning Love. Or was it? Uh, I'm trying to remember who it was, but anyway, it's 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 this sort of like spoof of reality TV, and that was freaking hilarious. It's burning love, burning love, I'm burning that up because it, right now. yes, because um, because it, 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 the 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 lead guy, the guy, the the eligible bachelor was uh, a firefighter, and so that was the whole shtick behind that, and so so they put a lot of tropes to that, and so uh, I've always liked that sort of stuff, and like. The TV landscape as well is like to see how it um, things kind of go from there when it comes to like reality TV because it, it affected a lot of other things like a lot of the regular TV shows that we see um, in terms of production value and and also I mean it comes out of like this this really sort of interesting place I mean reality TV like it draws us in and if you're on a competing network you don't have a reality TV show you either make your own or you have to suddenly cast shows that take off of that I mean. I, uh, you catch the same demographic. Otherwise, you're just giving up that demographic to reality TV. Well, well oh, here, here, here's here's a controversial take. Would Lost have been as big if Survivor wasn't as big? Because then again, you're also on a trapped on an island. You have a lot of drama. You have a lot of 
you know, kind of mystery about the uh, stuff that's going on. And so it's like, yeah. There's Michael Ian Black, Michael by the way. Michael Ian Black. And uh, Ken uh, Marino in, in Burning Love. Michael Ian Black was the main main guy. Gotcha. And yeah, it was, a, it was a reality show that was based off like reality dating shows. It's actually, I think it said like 2008 or check that out. I forget the year it came out. But yeah, I mean, it was, it's newer than I thought it would be based on how you were speaking about it. But I mean. It's all good. Yeah, it was 2012, 2013. Yeah. Crazy. Crazy show. All right. I, you satisfied that I got your, your take yeah, on yeah, it? Yeah, go for it. All right, so over here, you've been you've heard him, but we haven't got his uh, take yet. So, Brady, what is your history with Survivor and or reality TV? Well, uh, Survivor, obviously, 2000. It's 12. It's a cultural phenomenon. This back in the day, we didn't have a lot of TVs in the house. You know, and my brother, he was always playing fucking video games and nonsense that I didn't want to deal with. So I was watching Survivor with my mom. I watched, like, the first three seasons. I remember very little. Uh, reality TV in general, though, I'm I'm not proud of the amount <laughs> of reality TV I consumed in my uh, my formative years uh, and well into my early 20s. Um, but, you know, I, I did the whole reality TV uh, gambit, you know. Uh, probably favorite one all time was... Uh, it was really more like a docu-series more than reality TV. It was uh, True Life... On MTV, they covered a lot of, you know, fucking, hey, I'm doing steroids, oh, hey, I'm in gay porn, whatever. It was, it was like a fun little docuseries, but reality TV-wise, I mean, Road Rules, fucking all the real lives, had a few crushes from those chicks, so it was nice. And then the, then there's like the competition show between them, and I fell really hard uh, into the Flavor of Love uh, bullshit that came out after that. I was obsessed with like the VH1 love shit forever, and let me tell you, uh, you know, if I get Liptard and Feather back up and running, I'm definitely going to uh, check into the, uh, doing a, you know, commentary on the Rock of Love thing. But, you know, we'll see what's up with that. Well, while we're on the subject, why don't you go ahead and, t- ahead and tell our listeners who may not have heard of this, uh, you know, this very popular online. Oh, Liptard and Feather? Yeah, Liptard and Feather. Tell us a little bit, bit about that. I've been uh, making videos of Liptard and Feather for like the last four years. And basically what it was, it, was, it started off as like a, a spoof on making fun of uh, the political climate, you know, the libtard thing. But then I'm like tarred and feathered, so I mixed that together. You know, and I used to have a, a, a plethora of videos on YouTube, but they kept taking them down for, you know, sensitivity, whatever the fucking new rules are anymore, I don't care. I don't give a shit. So uh, basically I just have to re- rebuild from the ground up. Um, all my funny political commentary got taken down. <laughs> so we'll see what happens there. You know, another, another fun project for me. The man who has too many projects and never finishes them. That's right. So if you like Brady on this podcast, be sure to check him out at Libtard and Feathered somewhere on the internet. <laughs> somewhere. We'll get, that, we'll get that information to you as it evolves. I'm like Annie. I'll find a home someday. <laughs> just gotta, you just got to find your daddy. Yeah. That's right. Obviously, it's not YouTube. <laughs> Fucking commies. Uh, all right. So we're, we're going to go around the table one more time, and uh, we're going to talk about what we expect to see on this, the first season of Survivor. Uh, given that, you know, all the things we've kind of seen with reality TV so far, uh, something I'm going to guess is there will at, be, at least be one or two people guaranteed who will be like, I'm not here to make friends. I'm here to win. I love those guys. And in doing so, they're going to alienate everybody and send their heads home sooner than they should because part of the game is, in fact, making friends. Kevin, what do you expect to see? What I expect is I expect this is the first season. Um, season one. Season one. The, the beginning. 
And the uh, girl sees it. The marooning. Uh, the you marooning. see a lot of people that think they know what's going on. That's going to approach this as a very... There's going to be a lot of innocence from amongst the, the, the cast members and things like that. In, in, in later seasons, I mean, you'll see some, some people that have done some phenomenal uh, strategies that have uh, kind of been able to politic and get their way through. And then you'll see kind of the sort of callow youthfulness of these contestants disappear. But I think this first season, you're going to have people that are going to make some really boneheaded plays. I think you're going to have some really interesting characters and you're going to, you're going to see them just get absolutely completely wrecked in a way that, that it's almost cruel. And I think that's part of the reason why everyone really enjoyed the show is because we'd like to kind of see that sort of drama happen on screen. Mm. So that's my prediction. People are going to get destroyed. Ugh, I can't wait. I can't wait, Brady. What do you what do you expect to see? I mean, what I what I expect to see is uh, point uh, touching on cast point over there is this like a the emotional roller coaster they're going to go through because like you said, I mean, this this first season, you know, I have people who watch the show, figure out the strategy, figure out the plan. You know, people are just swinging in the fucking dark here, uh, basically against a uh, uh, you know a beast they they can't see, they can't they don't know what the fuck's gonna happen, and I, I really like that. Uh, me personally, what I'm really looking forward to seeing though. Uh, is I'm looking forward to uh, catching like the old cool words from like the year 2000. Uh, the, what was hip? The, the slang. Yeah, the slang, and also yeah. like the things that we would consider like cultural references, man. Yeah, like offensive now. Oh, right? true. And like, but people are gonna just be openly saying uh, on a, a you know whether it be like fucking racism or it's considered racism, uh, any any sort of bullshit, any sort of prejudice that like everyone would just kind of tolerated 20 years ago. I'm really really itching for that too i also i find it interesting because i mean you have okay survivor was a chance that they were taking with the studios and they they had seen reality tv succeed before on on mtv it was a major station that was taking this chance and i bet they're going to play like that sort of stuff a lot closer to the vest this first season um because they need to because they've already had to go within those guidelines because they want the show to continue they're putting a chance on this now. It's a cheap chance because, if I remember correctly, I think Survivor came out of a either some weird sort of either like financial struggle or or there was like there was having it wasn't a writer struggle. Financial struggle. There's a million dollars on the line. What the fuck are you talking about? Okay. All right. That's, <laughs> just, that's just part of the show's budget, though. I mean, but but let's, the, but yeah, but let's compare let's compare other shows with TV time, like because I mean, Friends is going on at this time. Friends sucks. Well, yeah, yeah, but but as much as it was popular, so for Friends. Yeah, it's exactly. once you're paying out everyone. Don't say connection error. <laughs> yeah, this, I'm hoping this doesn't become a real problem. So, <laughs> so I mean, it, it's it's a project. You already have these people out here. You've committed them. You've committed yourself for a full season. Whereas actors, you can stop halfway through the season. Oh, we've only shot half an episodes. We're done. Mm-hmm. But like, you've committed this out to this many seasons, and so like, it, it's kind of a big prospect. So I'm betting. I'm betting. So my initial prediction when it comes to that sort of stuff is that they will be less chance takey. Uh, for for and how they do stuff than they will in later seasons because they don't know what they can get away with. Well, on that note, I will say there's only one way to find out.